0: Good morning Fresco.
1: Yeah, hi. I'm wondering if
2: you have any toilet paper in stock. No, we don't. Do you, do you know when you can ex- expect to have some in?
0: Uh you know what, it's today I have we got a delivery today and it didn't come, so okay. it'll be Tuesday. Okay?
2: Okay, I'll try back on Tuesday. Okay. Welcome to Heavily Pixelated. I'm your host, Scott C. Jones. This is another one of my How to Feel Great interviews. How to Feel Great is a show that celebrates the act of self-care. How are we enduring, surviving, maybe even thriving? Let me tell you, I'd like to thrive. I'd really like to thrive. My guest today is my doppelganger, Steve Tilly. Steve is from Edmonton, Alberta. He lives in Toronto now. Steve has written for the Toronto Sun for many, many years. Steve and I are, as you'll discover, kindred spirits. Let's bring Steve in now.
1: Hey. Hello, hello, hello. Is that Scotty Jones? Hello.
2: Hey, how was your mom? Steve had delayed our call a little bit because he was talking to his mom. How sweet.
1: Uh, she's good. I, I had to give her a little bit of a scold because I. Oh, about she... what? Uh, she's going on grocery shopping a little too often. You know, I said don't go out every couple of days Don't go to three different stores for the deals. Mm-hmm. Just go once a week load up get mm-hmm. to spend 50 cents more on a can of beans Can she have delivery do they have that on Vancouver Island? They do but she's not uh, She's not really online. So she'd have to do it over the phone, which mm-hmm. is kind of a hassle. Is there so. no uh, internet when you go visit her? No, um I, I if I'm on internet, I'm on my phone. Like sometimes I actually tether my laptop to my phone to go online. But she does oh, wow. not have internet. Yeah, no so, broadband. It's well, no. Oh no God. Wi-Fi.
2: That's like really going into the, the raw country. <laughs> like it's really like it would drive me nuts. I think
1: it's uh yeah, I mean, it's it's an adjustment. But yeah. uh, but I have you know I'm always connected through my phone. Or whatever. So um is this audio okay? Because I have another Yeah, you sound great. This good. is fine. Good? Okay. Yeah, you great. sound
2: really great. Uh I'm really okay. appreciate you taking time to do this. Um uh I don't know if you you didn't listen to the Vic one, I'm sure. But I did. It just
1: yeah, okay. No, I do listen to the Vic one, yeah.
2: Okay, so it's just it's just basically us, you know, talking about what's going on in our lives and talking about how we take care of ourselves. And we'll take a couple calls from from people who support the Patreon and and they're recorded. I sent them to you, but I'll just play them live no. and
1: we'll answer okay. them as best. Well, I, we can. I had a I did listen to them, but
2: yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just you know, it's just nice to hear your voice. Like I know yeah. this is gonna sound creepy because everything sounds creepy when we do it over the phone for some reason, but I miss you. Like I really, <laughs> I, really I really I fucking miss you, man.
1: The only thing out of this whole thing, because I I, I live a fairly, you know, solitary life to my book. I like find me, the only thing say. I'm yeah, the only thing I've been missing the last few weeks is, is even just knowing that I can't get together with you and Rags, it, it bothers me. Well, you know, it's the, not like we like, do it a lot, though. I know, it's not like we do it a lot, but knowing that it's not an option right now bothers me, even if, even if everything was normal, maybe we would not have seen each other since the last time we saw each other. Yep. But knowing that I can't like just go out and meet you guys. Not even an option. Not, mean, well, it, is, it is an option. We could do it, but we shouldn't do it. You know, I can't be scolding my mom. Go to the store right, and hang out with you guys. That's right. right. That's right. Um ha, what who, when
2: when was the last time you saw an actual human being? Has it uh, been a month?
1: Well, I, w- I had to go to the store today.
2: Okay. some groceries. Did you go to so the up, the Loblaws?
1: I did, the one just down oh, the wow. block is, from me. Is anybody in there? It was uh uh not as busy as it would normally be on a Saturday, but there uh, there are a number of people. I think there's still people who are yeah, like me stocking up. Once yeah. a week,
2: yeah. And, uh, Was there any toilet paper? Did you did you get any?
1: I actually didn't look because I have a forty pack. Where do you home? get forty packs? <laughs> I got a forty pack, baby. Oh man, I, I am bought, so jealous. Uh, I, have, I have friends who are Costco members, mm-hmm. and it's funny because just when the flu started, kind of leaving China, or not well, not the flu. When the coronavirus started leaving China. yeah, They sort of saw the ruddy on the wall. They're like, We're going to go to Costco and we're going to stock up. I'm like, What what do you guys say? Doomsday preppers? Yeah, it seems crazy. Yeah. So, but I tagged along. I'm like, Okay, well, you know, everybody seems to be buying toilet paper. I'll buy a thing of toilet paper, sure. And now it's like, Holy cow. (laughs) 40 pack.
2: Wow. That's an enormous. That's
1: amazing. So many shits.
2: Yeah. It poops for days. Like, like if the, you know, if the coronavirus passes and we, the pandemic is over, you, you know, mm-hmm. you could probably supply like all the bowling alleys in your neighborhood with toilet paper.
1: <laughs> There's quite a few, I imagine.
2: You know, people who are bowlers use a lot of toilet paper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have been saying to my neighbors, like I, or my friends and neighbors, like if you are running out and you need a roll or two. Oh know, my God. Are you kidding I'm, me? I, I can supply you. These are hard times. We got to share. We got to (laughs) share our our resources. (laughs) There's no more valuable currency at the moment than toilet paper.
2: The weird thing is like when, whatever I do, whatever prosaic sort of uh, errands I have to run, it changes day to day. Like one day the, the, you know, the TTC is working a certain way here in Toronto. And then the next day I go out and all of a sudden they're no longer letting you in the front doors on buses. And so I'm like, when did this happen? And you just kind of got to go with the flow and try to figure it out. And I'm just like, well, the back door is open. I guess I can go in there. Um,
1: You can go in the back door, all right. Yeah,
2: all right, that's enough for (laughs) me.
1: I'm trying to keep this clean. This is for this is for families. Um, I, I I worry when you taking transit though. Do you absolutely have to? Like I, I saw you saying you were going on the bus the other day. And yeah. I, I I don't love that. I don't
2: love that. Do you have to? Uh, I, I you know like there's part of me that just wants to like I don't know maybe this is what your mom feels. You and your your mom and I are about the same age now. But <laughs> like seriously, uh, I just kind of wanted to. I think I you're right. I don't need to take the bus. I was actually just going to a place. I could. It would have been a long walk but I I wasn't going very far I'll put it that way and so right. I just part of me wanted to see what happens on the bus and so like I wanted to sort of join in whatever is going on I wanted to you know like just just sort of fit in for a minute and, and kind of see what's out there and I had an experience and I've just been talking about it endlessly ever since about how the <laughs> front door of the bus would not open. It, it seemed worth it but you're right I probably put my health at risk and my cat's health at risk.
1: <laughs> i'm not sure cats can catch the virus you know i think they're, they're okay for I that know, they're gonna th- when you when you perish and you you're laying on your cold on your your apartment <laughs> floor the cats will feast <laughs> upon you they, they you will yeah, sustain they will. your cats yeah they don't for as care. long as it takes for somebody to realize that they're yeah. gone
2: but also if if all of a sudden the 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 fresh Co shuts mm-hmm. down I'll, you know guess who will be feasting on them <laughs> cat kebabs for dinner <laughs>
1: I bet there's recipes for cat online somewhere. Oh, Isn't that for we all sure, got into this for mess? Sure. All
2: right. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's stay, let's stay away <laughs> from this subject. I, uh, I, it's good. You sound like you're in a good mood. I was really worried that your mom would wear you
1: out. No, no. I like talking to my mom. I, I, yeah. I and it's probably because, because what's going on, uh, I don't have a lot of contact with people. So I look forward to yeah. talking to my mom every week. You know, we get caught up and, and, uh, I think now more, Yeah. so it's good to talk to somebody else and just have a conversation it's good to hear a voice which is what's happening right now i was maybe a little low energy today yeah but i hear your voice coming into my ears and it just it's like oh my god it's another human being yeah yeah no i feel the same way
2: i i'm calling people like usually i would call a couple people a day most people don't pick up anymore but um but i like i can't believe how how happy i am to talk to people and i usually i just when i'm on the phone i can't wait for the call to end like i'm just like jesus i'm looking at my watch i'm just like i I gotta go i think and you know that's all the conversation i have but now i get somebody on the phone and i'm like drawing the conversation out and trying to make it last longer
1: that's it's good in a way though it's i mean this whole situation isn't isn't good as a whole but there are some good things coming out of it. I think, I think yeah. us reexamining our contact with people and sort of prioritizing, you know, what it means to have friends and family, what it means to have a small as it may be in some cases, what it means to have a support network around you and people yeah. you can talk to, you know, it's good. I'm, I'm very thankful that I have people like you and mm-hmm. my family to keep me sane when things are weird. Yeah, I'm, uh,
2: I'm, and I'm grateful for you. And you know, you can call me anytime.
1: Anytime. Like when I'm it's always 3 in the morning.
2: I mean, I won't answer. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, I'll feel good though. Just knowing that you may have rolled over in your sleep. Uh, I'll get some message I in the morning. Yeah, I, <laughs> but, uh, it. I,
2: I don't answer any calls after like eight o'clock.
1: Because you're in bed by eight o'clock. That's right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's understandable. Uh,
2: but I, uh, I, I, I do kind of miss the old world. Like you know, like you talking about you know, you, me, and 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 Raju getting together. Um, like, I do miss little moments from the old world. I miss, I'm, miss <laughs> and I don't know if it's going to come back. I it might never be the same again. It's like, even if the old world does come back, it'll probably look a little different, you know?
1: Yeah, it, it's going to look different. And I think it's going to take longer than some people are expecting. Um, yeah. I, I think one thing I, that I keep saying that I think is good about what we're going to right now is, I mean, there are a lot of people getting very sick, but for the most part, there are also a lot of people who are getting a little bit sick and they're okay. And I think had this been a drastically more mm-hmm. uh, serious virus, we'd be in a lot more trouble. We're, we're in a lot of trouble. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of look at this as a dress rehearsal for the next, because there's going to be a next one. There's, there's going to be, gonna be
2: a next one, another now.
1: virus. And I think now we, not just our governments, but even we as as a people, kind of understand what we have to do in this situation. And I think... The next time this happens, we'll be able to look back and say, okay, it's just like in you know 2020 when we had to go into coronavirus lockdown. Mm-hmm. We know what to do. We know what social distancing means. We know how to isolate. Yeah, you're right. We know that we should not you know, make a mad rush for toilet paper. People will do that anyway, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I think if this happens again and it's a little more serious, like, and I hope that doesn't happen in our lifetimes. You know, I really hope that this is you know a once, literally a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But if it happens again, I feel like the world will be a little more prepared next yeah.
2: time. We adapted pretty quickly. Like, uh, I, I feel like everybody for a couple of days was just like,
1: what? <laughs> yeah.
2: you know? And then there, a couple of days later, everybody was just doing everything, you know?
1: Do you think we're going to be able to stick it out, though? I, I, like, I think about if this persists for <clears throat> another month or two months, uh, you know, I'm not sure I can go two months without yeah, I don't know seeing their face.
2: Yeah, No. Uh, well, we can always do like a Skype or something. If we can, that's
1: true. And that's just it's it's about finding ways about finding ways to replicate experiences without actually, you know, putting each other at any any at any risk.
2: You know, I haven't seen a a good movie in a while, Uh, and now I can't go to the movies, which I don't really go a lot. But I like popcorn, you know, and, and I can't even, I can't, I'm like the other day, I was just, I had like a little pity party for, for like 50 seconds where I'm just like, oh, I can't even have popcorn anymore. <laughs> but what do you miss? Like your, your sort of guilty pleasures in the outer world? Like I miss popcorn, but, but are there things that you can't, you don't have access to right now that you wish you did?
1: I just, I just, you know, I still will go outside. You know, it's it's good to go for a walk and and stay yeah. sane. And it's funny, I'm looking at my window right now and down, uh, down on the uh, on the ground below, there's a guy out there <laughs> with a soccer ball. And he's just kicking around to himself. You know, he's kind of the perfect oh, encapsulation of what's going on. He's all by himself, moving around. He's kicking the soccer ball up and down, like playing soccer hacky sack by himself. But oh. I miss I miss being able to go out and not feel weird around people. I really noticed that at the store this morning when I went to. I went to pick up a grocery order because I figured that's probably the best thing to do, but things being the way they are, there was a lot of stuff that I had ordered that they didn't have in stock or yeah. that I, had, I had said I didn't want any substitutions. So for instance, they didn't have, I, I ordered two liters of milk. They didn't have any two liters of milk, but they did not substitute in two one liter things of milk. So I had to go into the store and buy that myself. And I just feel, I, I don't know, it just sets me that we have to maintain this kind of weird distance and this weird Kind of suspicion of each other right now like if yeah. people are wearing masks and yeah. everybody's kind of doesn't want to get too close to each other yeah. that's what I miss it's not so much specific kinds of interaction because i I live a fairly isolated life to begin with this is not so do I. radically same, yeah. yeah it's not a radically different way of life right. for me but I miss being able to go out and just be around people even if, I'm not, if even if I'm not interacting with them I feel like like there's this weird physical and, and kind of psychic distance that we all have to keep from each other. There, and there, it's oh, go it's ahead. kind of I'm awful. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, that's kind of up. awful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, uh, there was a horror movie a couple of years ago called it follows. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> anyway, I, the other day, you know, I go out to the street over here on the West side and I, there's people on the sidewalk. And sometimes I'm just like, I'll go around them and, I, you know, I'll try to like circumvent or I'll try to like cross a lawn if I, that'll, I can go like steer yeah. clear of them. And I start walking towards people and I just feel like one of those creatures and it follows. This is like, I'm just plodding along and everyone's just very wary and moving away <laughs> from me and I'm moving away from them. And it just was, uh, I, I just had a moment of remembering uh, fondly, the last great horror movie I've seen in ages.
1: And it's, it's been such a short time, really. We've only been doing this for a few weeks. And yet it feels like March, feels like it's been a year long. Like It just feels like this has been a way of life for too long already. Yeah.
2: I feel like I'm getting a little fat.
1: <laughs> that happens. You know, that'll happen.
2: Uh, I'm not really exercising. And I'm not really, yeah, I went to uh, Bulk Barn the other day. And uh they have to do everything for you in there now.
1: So I was gonna say I'm 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 surprised that they're still operating, but that makes sense if they're kinda yeah. so they're like dishing out the yeah, chocolate covered almonds into your to a bag for you. Yeah. You
2: yeah. I, I'm okay. not into the chocolate covered almonds. That's <laughs> that's you. <laughs> I
1: don't like <actually> like them.
2: <laughs> I'm into the yogurt covered pretzels.
1: Oh, pretzels, yuck. Anyway, so they, <laughs> they <laughs> they so they had people all around the store who are dishing stuff. Dishing no, out of the like,
2: you, get, you get a guide who takes you who is
1: covered <laughs> in plastic, and it's like w- Willy Wonka, of, of yeah.
2: Hard. <laughs> yeah, she's like, just tell me what you want and just follow me around the store. And she, you know, she'll she'd like put it in the bag and hand it to me, and then we'd move on to the next thing. And you know, I was just getting all my usual candy and junk because this is my only indulgence at this point and so i'm just like yeah just load it up just fill those bags right up and now i've just got a whole cup i got a drawer full of candy over here and uh i feel like i'm starting to i'm starting to get a little porky yeah yeah
1: i don't know i think yeah it's we have to we have to look after ourselves right with it's it's requires extra effort to kind of maintain our our physical and and mental well-being through this i yeah you know gyms have closed down. Um, yeah. uh, you know, lo- lots of ways that we take care of ourselves have, have kind of shut down. So we have got to c- get creative, and, what, and find ways around it.
2: What have you? Um, what have you learned about yourself through this experience?
1: I, uh, <laughs> so I was kind of saying I've learned that really I kind of live in isolation as is. I mean I don't want to. I'm 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 like a, a classic introverted, like in the, in the in the very technical sense of the word, and I like being around shut people. It. I'm not a shut. A I I like being around people, but when I'm around people, I then have to be by myself to kind of yeah. recharge the energy that I need to be around people. So if I go through, this is like kind of like I'm just. Charge up my battery. My batteries are now at maximum capacity, right? Like they've been fully charged. Honestly, Steve, I've never heard you
2: like this. Floating. (laughs) Yeah, I I never have because every time I've seen you, it's always been a social occasion. Always, there's people around, and you're always like half half half
1: sale when you're out. Half sale. You know, know, people wear you out. They do the same thing to me. Yeah, people do wear me out. It's true. It's true. Or there are people, and I recognize that there are people who their thing is projecting their energy out into their world. I'm more of an absorber or an observer. And yeah. so if somebody is, is what, if their thing is projecting their energy out, I am fine to watch them do that. I don't feel the need to compete. I don't feel a need to you know, be heard unless I have something I need to say. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine to quietly uh, sit and watch. And it's not that I'm, uh, I don't know. It's people sometimes I think, Assume that if you're not saying a lot, you're either not thinking a lot or you're shy or weird. Some people are just, they just like to, they just love listening. And they just, they, they, they weigh in when they need to weigh in and not just for the sake of weighing in, you know? I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just weird. No, I, I mean I
2: I know what you're talking about. Like sometimes when I do have a social occasion, I'll go out and I'll be with people. But the, I'm just like, there's always part of me that's just thinking, okay, is that enough? Can I go now? Is that enough? <laughs> yeah. Is that enough? Did I do everything I'm supposed to do? And then I get home and I'm just exhale and I just start recharging again. But now exactly. it's just, it's yeah. day after day of recharge.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, the batteries are full, and it's it's yeah. it's weird to have no place to use it. But no, I. I it's um, like we're both normal for we're we're <laughs> acting like normal, regular
2: people now. This is what most most people. This is what most people sound like. Heather Steele, our good friend. This is what she sounds like all the time. But because it's funny
1: because I I was thinking of her too because she's a person who constantly projects energy. Tons right? of like energy. She has yeah. she has limitless reserves of energy that she constantly projects and. I would, I would run out of gas after five minutes of yeah, <laughs> being at yeah, that level. Yeah. But now, yeah, I feel like I've got all this energy bottled up and, and nowhere to use it. But, um, no, it's, it's, I've been really lucky in that. Well, I don't know, maybe lucky not the right word, but I work from home anyway, as do you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I'm not out hitting the club every Friday night, so I'm not missing like <laughs> large social <laughs> gatherings yeah, yeah. the way that some people really are. And, yeah. um, I And my family is all out of province, so it's not even like I have to some people are, are going through a, a real hardship of yeah. not being able to be physically present with their families or not yeah. be able to touch or hug their you know their their relatives for me that's my, that's part of my daily life because my my family's all out west so for me it's weird in the way that that rather than me having to adjust to this situation, I see the world kind of adjusting to to, to my normal way of living mm-hmm. and I feel, I feel, you know, I, I'm, I'm fine. I feel like I'm fine. I feel bad for everybody else.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so you, you've been able to do your work and, and uh, meet all of your responsibilities um, as you normally would.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been uh, a couple opportunities that have, have kind of evaporated because, uh, because of the the situation, but for yeah. the most part, it's been, it's been pretty good. And, um, um, you know, the, the only real thing is I, any traveling I would do the summer to go visit my family, which would involve visiting my my, my mom and, and or my stepmom out west. I, uh, that's completely on hold because I do not want to, to go anywhere. My mom, you know, bless her heart, she's, she's, she keeps saying, if you would, she lives on Vancouver Island. She keeps saying, if you would feel safer out here, mm-hmm. you can come stay out here and come stay with me. And, uh, and the last thing I would want to do right now is go through an airport, get on a plane, yeah. and then go see my mom. Like That is the absolute nightmare especially there's no
2: internet there
1: <laughs> that's the, the second part of the nightmare but yeah. the, the, the thing I, the thing that would that, I would that i would absolutely fear the most is making my loved ones sick even if i myself don't get that sick so yeah. i uh, i keep telling her you know i'm fine here i i know toronto is a big dense city and yeah. we're, you know we're seeing kind of what's happening in new york right now and it's it's a little terrifying but i i said i'm being good i'm Keep it to myself. I've yeah. got lots of food in the freezer and I can talk to Scott on the phone and anytime like. I want. So Anytime you want. Everything's yeah. good. Yeah.
2: Everything's good. The, um, uh, it's good to hear you sounding so well. Um, do you mind if we take a call from a, from a patron? No, of
0: course. Okay. Hey, Scott. It's Roz from Langley City, BC again. I am wondering what you do that you would consider self-care.
2: Hmm. Steve Tilly. Yes. What do you do that you would consider uh, self-care? Self-care. Yeah, do you do yeah. what do you do to take care of yourself?
1: I uh, and this kind of goes back to how this situation kind of is is kind of the way I live anyway. I I need my form of self-care is sitting by myself in a room possibly not to be anything, possibly not even watching TV or not mm-hmm. even playing a game. Sometimes I just need to be able to sit in a silent room and look mm-hmm. out the window. And that's how I, that's how I regroup. Um, I, I'm, Is it meditation? I find, Is that what you're describing? No, not really. You know, I, I've tried meditation and, and I know that you have, if you're new to meditation, you have to get over the hump of kind of, you know, quieting your brain. I find it really hard to quiet my brain yeah. when I'm really trying to do that but just to, to sit and and kind of reflect and just, I, I, I'm a, uh, I love silence. I, I'm yeah. a, I'm, I get, I get annoyed by, by intrusive sounds. So anytime I can kind of just sit and be quiet for a while, it just feels like it feels to me like it probably like going to the spa feels to like some people, you know, like right. just a form of, of, of relaxation and recharge and just, you know, Putting stuff aside, making sure my house is tidy, putting mm-hmm. you know work aside, and maybe just pulling out a, a book or a movie or a game that I really wanted to uh, to get back to. Just that's, for me, that is that is my form of self. My self care is more, more mental than physical. You know, it's it's really taking care of uh, of, of my brain.
2: Yeah, we also talked about you taking uh, longer walks, which you could still do. You know, mm-hmm. if the weather was nice, is that something you've been doing lately?
1: Not lately, because as you just said, the weather's been kind of kind of crap. But yeah. uh, during the summer, late fall, one of my favorite things to do is is I'll get on the subway, and actually, oddly enough, one of my favorite places to go is right where you live now. It's out to the, the West End, mm-hmm. so I'll go to the Junction or go to like Dundas West Station and get off, and then walk home. You know, walk mm-hmm. along the 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 trail, the the rail line part there, and just like an along. hour walk. It's like an hour and a half, yeah, back wow. from there. And it's, I just love. Toronto you know, Toronto's a great city. It's a great walking city. It's a great city to just, just look, look at stuff, you know? I just like looking at stuff. And that, when the weather gets a little better, I will start doing that again. But again, it goes back to how, you know, if I'm doing this, I feel like like you drive across the street when there are people coming down the street. Or mm. if I want to stop somewhere and like have a drink on a patio, that's not an option. Or if I want to pop into a store, I feel kind of bad about that now. Yeah. If the stores are even open. So it'll be a little bit of a different experience. But yeah, that is really that is really how I find my, my, my center is by kind of just being quiet, you know, being quiet yeah, and just yeah. listening.
2: Are you doing your laundry right. these days?
1: I do my laundry pretty regularly. I'm uh, you know, I'm, I keep up on my, my, my mind is always in a constant of chaos. And I find the, the way that I can quiet that chaos a bit is by yes. imposing order on my environment. Mm-hmm. So people come to my house and say, Oh God, you're so tidy. It's like your house is so tidy. I'm like, well, that's that's because my brain is so untidy. I have to have I have to have some tidiness somewhere in my life. I yeah. can't put it inside my head. So I'll put it in my environment. And then that helps kind of bring, bring the noise in my brain down a bit when I don't have a lot of chaos surrounding me. I wish I was one of these people who could to have garbage on the floor and just like yeah. not give a care and have laundry piling up, but I get I get, you know. It gnaws away at me if I let that go for too long. That's I mean, I need I need the order around me. Do you have
2: a little bit of OCD? I,
1: I I I never want to say that because I know people who suffer from actual OCD and it is yeah. it can be a crippling affliction. Like they're it's hard it's tough for them. So rather than saying oh I'm a little bit OCD, I'll just say like you know I'm a little bit anal or I'm a little bit you know you know bit of a whatever not even necessarily order. Like I don't, I don't alphabetize my, my books or anything like that. Yeah. But I just, I just like having things like kind of, kind of clean and that. <laughs> so are, like like are you doing any,
2: are you doing any projects right now? Like organizational projects in your home?
1: I'm always, it's a, uh, always a working project. <laughs> one, one that gives me great joy. And it's like, yeah, it sounds weird to say, one that gives me great joy is like pulling a drawer out of one of the storage things in my closet and just yep. reorganizing it. Yep, and I, I I get great joy from throwing things out. You know, I was doing Marie Kondo before, <laughs> before. Oh. and I am like, oh man, like I, I just want to purge this crap out of my life. The less stuff I own, the happier I feel, which which is odd because you come to my house, you'd be like, you have so much crap. So Why well, like, I've never been You
2: won't have me over.
1: Is that actually true? You've never. Is that actually me. true? You I've, never I've literally never
2: been to your house. I don't I don't I know. where it's true. located and I know it's across the street. I feel like from I've probably done you and
1: you have said no. No,
2: that's I've, that's not true at all.
1: I feel like you probably refuse. You're
2: delusional. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: but the one What thing- do you do? I'm curious because I think about you a lot. I think about you and I are, are alike in a lot of ways. We are I feel like your brain functions at a kind of a, a much higher level than 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 most people, certainly of mine. Uh, what what right. do you do? That's- How do you find your your Like, how do you you take care of yourself? Uh,
2: Well, these days, um, you know, I really, I don't want to get sick. You know, nobody wants to get sick, but I, you know, I've had a couple of vulnerable health years in my life and and I really don't need to throw this um, virus on top of it. So I have been, like I've just been trying to get an exorbitant amount of sleep.
1: Um, Oh, that's great.
2: Like, I just go to bed early. I don't always fall asleep right away. Uh, I just don't, I don't, I just want to make sure that my sleep tank is full, always full. Like, I don't want there to ever be a question because I do do stupid things. Like, I do go out and try to get on TTC buses that won't let me let me in the front door anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just want to make sure that, that my immune system is, is at peak volume. You know what I mean? I, I just want to make sure that I, I have all my shields up. And sleep is one of the only ways I can, I can really deal with that. Um, I don't really cook or anything. Um, I, uh, I'm just, I'm trying to write a lot and I'm trying to make the show and, and, uh, just, you know, just trying to stay optimistic about the future. It's, it's, you know, I'm just trying to see the surrealness of these moments that we're living through mm-hmm. now and see how things are different today than they were yesterday and trying to appreciate those things and, just being thankful that we're here and, and thankful that I have friends like you in my life, man. I, I, I really like, that's, that's, that's mm. a sincere thing. Um, I'm just grateful that we've been in Toronto for a while and we live in the same city and I know we don't see each other every day. So we sometimes don't see each other for months, but when we do see each other, it's, it's always, it's just always makes me feel good. And even now, just talking to you, like I, I, I feel like I'm understanding uh, human connection in a way that maybe I didn't mm. before the pandemic.
1: Yeah, people who don't know you well um, might not know this about you, but you're – and I'll say this to people who are listening who, who maybe don't know you well, but you're very – you take care of people. You're really concerned. You're, And this is and long before the virus came along. You're always concerned about everybody's well-being, you know, physical, mental, emotional. Yeah, you're always – maybe it's the only things you do with your friends, so that's when I see it, but I feel like you always – It's always genuinely important to you that the people close to you are doing okay. Like you ask me constantly, maybe just to bother me, but you ask me constantly if I'm doing okay. And you you ask me, you know, very probing questions about what I'm feeling. You don't always answer them. I don't always answer them, but (laughs) I I always appreciate the fact that you're asking them.
2: (laughs) Okay. I just feel like sometimes you're irritated with me. I just really, I I just want to check in with you and make sure you're okay.
1: Oh, and I feel like it comes from a a place of genuine. It does. Maybe, maybe also like a little bit of more of a curiosity or, or maybe you are trying to tease me in some way and in, you know, in, in the way that you do. But I feel like your questions and your concerns about not just mine, but everybody's kind of well being, come from a place of actual genuine concern. And that's now that's rare. And in times like this, that is something that's really, you know, Something that we that we really need to gravitate towards and hold on to and appreciate because not not everybody's got it dude not we're everybody's both, got a scott Jones in their life you know? we're
2: both we're both in the same boat though like we are we're we're both in the same boat like we've both been through the ups and downs of the media landscape and and i you know I have a lot of sympathy and empathy for for what you've been through and for what we we've all been through and so i you know i I just I know where you're coming from and I know how it feels and so it, if I check in with you, it's because I, I do genuinely care, but no, I don't do, I mean, I care the people who are on the podcast. I get to know them and I get to feel, um, I get to feel a lot of feelings for their stories and for what they've, they've been through. Um, I don't think I've always been this, uh, empathetic in my life. I think it's, maybe it's a little new, but you know, after my health stuff a few years ago, again, it's just like, we got to take care of each other. We got to keep an eye on the people that matter to us and, uh, and make sure they're okay and if if you can help them somehow then by all means help them you know exactly uh and the other thing I wanted to ask you about, as far as distracting yourself uh, during your idle thoughts, and, and y- you may want me to edit this out of the podcast is um, <laughs> is is that is that um, display case you had built for your home for the Intellivision. television? <laughs> yes. are you okay talking about
1: that?: Of course.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. like
1: I, again, I've I'm never I'm been there and ashamed of it oh <laughs> like it's 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 the ugliest thing i it, in my mind it was going to be a lot different uh, than it was but yeah you're referring to i had a, a cabinet custom built to hold um i have i think four right now uh retro consoles and wow i i'm not content to just go out and buy like an old crappy n64 i each one of these consoles i own are virtually brand new they're yeah. like almost mint condition because i love the collecting, and, I'm so, and we've talked about this, I love collecting the physical hardware. People say, well, why don't you just play an emulator? I don't want an emulator. I want the physical yeah. original controller and totally. the physical original media. And I have a, an amazing 32 inch, I think, Trinitron, old tube TV that weighs about 3000 pounds that I bought specifically to go with my, my collection of. But dude, will that,
2: will, that, will that break down at some point? Can you fix that and repair it and keep it going?
1: Like, I mean I suppose it will at some point, but the you know, it's 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 not like I'm playing these things every day and I'm not, not worrying them out. And it, it it's kind of a point where the longer time goes on, the, the 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 you hit a point where within the for the first ten or twenty years of a piece of technology um coming out, it gets cheaper and cheaper and cheaper because mm-hmm. nobody wants it. And then you right. hit that kind of curve where it goes back up because everybody wants it, everybody feels nostalgic about it and and seeking it out so right now i mean this all my stuff is on the other side of the curve it's it's hard to find and it's 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 so i worry about the tv blowing up and never being able to find another yeah Uh, but there's so many out there in the world i don't think that'll ever be an issue
2: okay i listen will you do me a favor and take a picture of it and send it to me
1: yes like after we get
2: off the phone i've never seen it and, and you know, I do why don't
1: you come over and play it sometime? I know maybe not right now. Once the but pandemic's think, over, yes. Once this is over, I would <laughs> love I, you will you'll mock me mercilessly for it, and that's okay. But you just come over and see this ugly, hideous cabinet that takes up a huge chunk of space in my apartment. Listen and see I, all the hardware in it that I that I have perfectly like slotted into the, the little shelves. I love that stuff. You can have a good laugh.
2: Yeah. I, well, I, I'm sorry if I've, I've taken jabs at you in the past. It's, you know, sometimes maybe they were mean spirited and I, I apologize for that. I, I want to be a better person.
1: You are a good brother. I just, I, mean, I don't think anybody's interested in hearing about this, but I don't ever think that your jabs are mean spirited. I think you call people out on their, their BS, you know, yeah. or their, their, or their weird little foibles. You call them out on it, and some people are uncomfortable with that. But I think if you know you, as long as I've known you, you know that's part of your thing. And you either very quickly get used to it and appreciate it, or you just reject <laughs> <jokes> <laughs> for your life.
2: <laughs> I, I, I want you to call me out on my foibles too. Like I want you to, you know, like, like oh, Go if, ahead. Only
1: can, oh if only I can find it. Any, no, any you've, flaws you, or you've jabbed flaws at me before.
2: Shut up. <laughs> okay, let's take another call. Okay.
1: Hey Scott, it's Ben Brown in Reading, Pennsylvania, and my question is, what is an ideal game length in hours?
2: Steve, an ideal game length in hours.
1: Uh, how would you answer, Ben? Oh, that's so subjective. Like it's a, Ben, yes. it's a great question. I think it's I think it's one the industry asks itself, we ask ourselves. But it's really subjective. I mean, there's people who only have time to play for an hour or two. If we're talking about kind of a standard AAA single player experience, mm-hmm. I I would be all I would and I think I speak for a lot of people, I'd rather see a tight 15 hours of gameplay rather than 40 hours that's spread out for the sake of hitting a kind of a 40-hour mm-hmm. benchmark. You know, there's games that I played that I really love, but I just get exhausted after a while, or I get bored, or the mechanics don't justify the length. But then there are other games, like, <laughs> like Fallout 4, that I have put hundreds of hours in yeah. because I will just, I will never get bored of the the universe or its mechanics. but if we're talking about, and I, I'm, I'm unsure exactly what, exactly what Ben is, is thinking of, but if we're talking about kind of a, a typical single player experience, I would love to see more 15 to 20 hour type games. You see that a lot more in indie games. You, know? you see that with really from studios that don't have the, the resources to, to produce 40 yes. hours of content. You see by necessity, they have to make their games leaner and more meaningful. Right. So yeah, I mean, even, even like I've played games that have been like six hours or eight hours long, that have been great because- yes you remember the experience as a whole. You don't remember being dragged out over weeks of time and you, and it just seems like so much more crystallized when it's, when it's shorter like that.
2: Yeah. I, I did the first game that jumps to mind for me is breath of the wild from a couple of years ago, which you bought mm-hmm. for me. You're such a good friend. Um, <laughs> I <forgot about> that. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, I remember while I was playing it, I was enjoying myself as much as I enjoy myself in life. And I was so happy and i couldn 't believe it this game, and I had barely scratched the surface on that game, and I just realized there was just still this great adventure in front of me, and that you know i'd already had these great moments, and I just thought. I don't give a shit if no other games come out this year, like this game is fine. And I think maybe that's the direction the industry needs to go in. Just make one great game, put all of our resources into one game that really just sweeps me away like this. Cause I like, that is one of the the best experiences I've ever had in in my gaming life. Like I, I, you know, I, I did kind of the same thing with Horizon and mm-hmm. Zero Dawn and, and I love that and I know that was a game you liked as well but I, in both of those experiences as much as I loved those games I had to take a break and I stepped yeah. away from the games for a couple of weeks or in a, you want, you know, I think with Horizon I stepped away for a couple of months and I thought well maybe that's the end of it and then I came back and I went through and I cleaned it out I collected everything I did every last mm-hmm. thing and the same for Breath of the Wild. I went back finally and I beat Ganondorf or whatever he's called in that game. And and I just, I you know, I I do think like the 100-hour games, I, I think your answer about, about subjectivity is exactly right. I think depending on what your appetite is and depending on what you need or what your mood is at that particular point in time or what the restrictions of your life are, uh, all those things need to be taken into consideration. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I feel like as I get older now I, you know and i'm a little older than i was when i played breath of the wild even i don't know if i have a 100 hour experience in me anymore
1: i'm not sure i do it's kind of interesting what you've done is taken these games that are you know 30 35 40 plus hour experiences and, and just and dividing them into like so it's like portioning out your yeah. your food it's like what i'm doing when i come home from the grocery store you know i've bought a bunch of stuff so i, yeah. I take half of it put it in the freezer. To to take out later and yes. and enjoy and and that's kind of what you've done with these long games, which is great. And I I love that. The one thing I wish and it's it's a minor quibble, but I wish it was more prevalent in games to to sense to to be able to tell the player's been away from a while and just somehow have a repeat of the tutorial yep. or like a reintroduction a to the game. Because yeah. my God, I go back into games like Horizon, which is yeah. has a lot of complicated weaponry, a lot of complicated yep. controls, and I'm just lost for the first yeah. hour relearning the game and it kind of it acts as a barrier because i think i would love to go back and and well i, I mean i finished i finished Ryzen twice but i would like to go back and Whoa. play the dlc yeah <laughs> and i just think i really want to play the dlc but i i there's this this wall of relearning the game that i gotta climb over because i don't remember how the traps work yeah i don't remember how you know the crafting works i got to relearn all this stuff and i wish more games would you know use the console or the computer's internal clock and say you haven't played in two weeks here's a refresher course some do some will actually say looks like you haven't played in a while do you want to play the tutorial do they wow the the, the very small number i've seen it but i but i wish games like this complicated games like like a horizon or a red dead or a spider man would would just give you a little in-game refresher on how to play or even where you were where you left off kind of like a story so far kind of
2: i th- I think sometimes um with giant entertainments and i do this with movies too like i like to watch half a movie before i f- go to bed and then i watch the other half the next day like i like to split them in half huh. and part part of me is like i like to just kind of stop the movie like stop the story you know in the middle and just kind of think about the ending and where it might go and or maybe not think about it at all but i just like i need a little break i you, you know you remember in the um the godfather i think it was the second one there was an intermission in oh yeah
1: (laughs) where and so you took an actual intermission at
2: that yeah and i think we're we're both a little too young to actually have remember having seen it in theaters but if you watched it on in the vhs tape there was always the intermission was part of the experience um and i i think i always kind of build uh intermissions into my uh my my experiences especially if it's a long game or a long movie
1: have you have you ever had a piece of entertainment whether a book or a movie or a game, maybe not a movie sometimes because they're shorter, but a book or a game or something some sort of long form of entertainment that has been so good that you felt you almost wanted to ration it out. you didn't want to consume it too quickly you wanted to spread it out Has there ever been something that's been so good for you that you really wanted to stretch it out um i i mean i I feel like it's it like that
2: happens yeah I like I don't have a million things going on but sitting here playing video games for six hours straight is not really something that happens as much as it used to in my life and so Mm -hmm. now like i'm playing doom eternal now right and so i'm just chunking through it like i you know i'll do like half a level at night and then just like step away and and just kind of appreciate it and i'm looking for all the secrets and playing sort of methodically and going slow and trying to understand the level design and like I don't know.
1: I don't know if that counts. Like, do you have something in mind? Is, do you have you done that before? Um, gosh, I feel like I have. I feel like Breath of the Wild might have been a game I did that with because I was enjoying it so much. Oh, and how many I of those it,
2: uh, shrines did you end up solving? You you
1: found almost oh, all of them, didn't you? There, there's over a hundred, right? I think I think yeah, there's like a hundred hundred and something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love the shrines. I love solving the shrines. Oh, I, I, so I I think there have been games where or I think mostly games where I, once I sense I'm getting close, like I can sort of see the end game coming up, yeah. then I've been like, oh, I'm really enjoying this. I'm gonna kind of stretch this. I do this with RPGs a lot. I, I'm a, and it goes back a little bit to my obsessive nature, but I I, yeah. I I have to do every side quest. If a side quest comes up, I have to finish it. I get really agitated oh. by side quests left yeah. unfinished. So with RPGs, it's great because if I feel like I'm getting close to the campaign, I could just start taking on all the side quests. Right that have come in, yeah. but um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's such a change for us specifically because in our past lives, we had to play games in these concentrated marathon sessions. There's There's no way to, 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 I mean, that is just such a way to, to, I don't know, hate a game. I mean, not hate a game, but there's, there's no worse way to experience a game than being forced to play it in like, uh, a non-stop you know buffet it's it just i i i see games like i'm, I'm thankful the game's coming up like i'm, I'm very excited for cyberpunk 2077 because i mm-hmm. love i love the source material i have the old school pen and paper rpg i like you know what cd project red does so i'm really looking forward yeah. to that game but i'm really forward to the fact that i don't have to review that game i'm gonna get that game and yes. i'm gonna play it over months and yes. examine every nook and cranny and i just feel in a way, I mean, you can't really feel bad for people whose job it is to review games. But we've been there. We know it's not all this fun. And it's really not fun to have to force yourself to play a game that you really want to enjoy. But you have to force yourself to play it in like, you know, 48 hours or 72 hours. It's just a artificial, Dude, yucky way to experience a game.
2: You me, me, give me a serious case of red-ass... Uh, because <laughs> I'm remembering all the times when we were working on the TV show and, you know, you'd get a call late at night and this, like, this game just came in and, and can you be ready by tomorrow morning? And I would always think like, wow, these people like busted their ass for four years making this game and we're going to play it, you know, we're going to play as much as we can by tomorrow so we can talk about it. Because I don't like the fact that we, I don't like the fact that the internet always is like, me first you know we got to get our review out like 20 minutes from now like it just came out the embargo lifted our reviews got to go up and it's just like these guys work so hard on these things. The developers work, they just bust their ass, sleeves rolled up, sweat pouring you know, down their backs you know, for like four years, mm-hmm. squeezing this thing out. And we've got to weigh, weigh in with an opinion like almost immediately. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes that doesn't, that's just, there's something so wrong about that. And I I agree. Like, I love not having to review Doom. I love being able to just chunk through it at my own pace, and you know, exactly. like really admiring yeah. the
1: craft of it. It's so wonderful. I mean, I, I there are aspects of reviewing that I miss. I, I don't really do it anymore. But the one aspect I will never miss is having to to force a game, um, and it's a, it's yeah. an artificial way to experience a game. You're not experiencing the game the way that most players are going to experience. most players are not going to marathon a game in two days or three yeah. days. They are going to play it like you know an hour or two or three at a time spread over weeks. And, and by ramming it down uh, your throat, it's, it's just a weird, a weirdly artificial way to experience a game. I mean, it's again, we can't bitch about it. We had we really can't. You're right. fun careers doing that. But, um, are you still writing for it. the sun? I do very occasional things for the sun. I don't do reviews anymore just because they are, they're so time consuming, yeah. but I do the occasional like preview or interview stories, but okay. uh, yeah, so people for the can, most part, people
2: can still see your byline.
1: very occasionally every few months something will pop up (laughs) yeah uh
2: but i mean do you you, i mean you must still miss it a little bit
1: i miss aspects of it i mean uh, uh, the gaming stuff it's funny when i when i left my job at the sign i took a i took a buyout several years ago when i could see that the you know the industry Mm. was in decline and buyouts were being offered so i took a buyout and i thought i would miss it more than i ended, ended up missing it because i was doing things like i was doing set visits for Marvel movies and doing Game of Thrones press junkets every year and going to meet the cast and visit the sets. But all that was really cool at the time. And I thought it's going to be horrible going forward and not having these things in my life. But you know what? It's weird. Within weeks of leaving the job, I was like, I was okay. I'm like, this is just back to a normal life. This is just, you know, this. Yeah. I don't, I, I am so glad I got to do that stuff, but I did not miss it. Yeah. as much as I thought I would. And that goes to the same for games. I don't miss reviewing games. I don't necessarily miss having, you know, I still see all our colleagues who are still in the the industry on Twitter yeah. tweeting about some game that they've got that they're yeah. playing right now that's not out yet. And that used to, you know, I used to feel a real pang of kind of personal and professional yes. jealousy over that. But now I'm like, that's cool. Like, I'm, I look forward to seeing what you say about it so that when it comes out, I can decide if I want to play it or not. Like, it's yeah. just so weirdly refreshing and okay to be on this side of the equation. Now.
2: Yeah, I agree 100%. Are you Animal Crossing?
1: I am not because, and I, I have played the previous Animal Crossings and enjoyed them, yeah. but I, got, I just fell into this game called RimWorld. Have you heard of this? No. It's a PC game. It's been out for years. It's kind of been in various forms of early access. I'm writing popular, it down. <laughs> it's a colony, space colony sim thing. It's like a, it's like civilization meets the sims meets Minecraft, yeah. which is like all the things I love yeah. combined in one game plus chaos and violence and weird stories, weird kind of emergent storytelling. Yeah. So I'm in this game right now where I'm building a colony and collecting resources and taking care of my colonists. I just don't have room for another game where I'm building a settlement yeah, and taking yeah. care of people. Totally. So I think once, once I get burnt out on RimWorld, which is, you know, it's been, it's been my obsession for the last month or so, and which is yeah. great right now when it, we're spending a lot of time indoors. Once I burn out on RimWorld, I think I'll jump into yeah. maybe jump at Animal Crossing but yeah. I don't know it's maybe it's too adorable I don't know are you playing it are you going No to- I, I you
2: know honestly I've never really understood the appeal of it I, I I don't I never I've never reviewed any of the games I just always there was always that dog playing a guitar <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't know I don't get this and like I people are mad for it I understand like the people are really into it and nothing against those people it's just like it's not really
1: my it's not my cup of tea you know, so. I'm, I am glad that game is is out now. Like it just, yeah. it, it could not have been a more perfect game perfect. For, for what people are going through. Yeah. you know, they're stuck at home, and it's totally. a weird kind of artificial socializing. It's just, it just, it, the timing is perfect.
2: We have one more call, and then I'm going to let you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's more of a comment. It's from uh, a, a listener uh, named Michael Henry.
0: Hi, Scott, and team. This isn't a question so much as a, a recommendation <clears throat> for anyone who's. Feeling particularly isolated right now, and want to spend time with their friends and family. I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves lately on my Xbox. It's a game that I had looked over. It's a game that I had looked past for a long time for whatever reason. And me, <clears throat> excuse me, my brother and I started playing it a few weeks ago, and uh, found that it's actually the perfect game to just like hang out in and catch up you don't have to really do anything if you don't want to so we get together once a week me my brother my brother-in-law and another friend and just kind of hang out and talk and catch up that way and it's been a really uh great experience when we can't be together in person
2: thanks michael um steve have you ever had this kind of experience
1: with games uh I wanna I wanna want hear you first. You go
2: okay. first. Okay. Oh, I uh like I never played Sea of Thieves. I mean, I you know, I love rare. You know, I, I mm-hmm. always will be in awe of rare. Like I still feel like something's wrong with the universe that Microsoft owns rare. It doesn't seem right. Like <laughs> I, I, I feel like the like Nintendo should own them, but you know, like it just didn't work out that way. And and so like Sea of Thieves just seemed Thin and hollow, and you know, I was curious about it, but not overwhelmingly curious. And uh, you know, looking back through through Rare's catalog, you know, they, they they turned the lights on back in 1985, a million years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and their their vaunted history is really based only on like a couple of games, like you know, there mm-hmm. was there was Golden Eye, of course, and and, and Perfect Dark, which I, I was in love with and, and played obsessively. Um, and conquers Bad Fur Day, which was sort of a step forward and a step back at the same time. Um, and there were some other games, but the, those are those, those, I mean, unless I'm forgetting some Banjo-Kazooie, I guess. Um,
1: what but about the photo grabbed by the ghoulies? <laughs> well. That was, no, I mean, that's, that's, I think that was right after, was that right after Microsoft Pop? Yes. Them? It was, there was a, there's a been a period um, and. You can argue whether or not CFT of falls into this, but there's been a period where Rare, people think Rare's potential has been really squandered by Microsoft. Uh, with CFD though, Thieves, I've heard the same thing. I don't play the game, but I've heard and seen people, even before what we're going through right now, who, who use it as a virtual hangout, who just get yeah. together on their ship and sail around and either mess with other people or befriend other people. Um, and I think that's a, it's a, great, it's a great thing great thing. Like, I, I, play, I play Rocket League a lot, the car soccer game. I'm, you still, uh, still, still play? I oh still play Rocket God, League every, at least every week. That's amazing, yeah. At least every week. But a lot of times when I'm playing it, I'll get on with a, a buddy or two, and, it, and we end up just, you know, kind of shooting the breeze while we're playing. Um, <laughs> and it's more like a way for us to hang out, not yeah. in person, but to hang out together with a game happening happen to be on in the background. And, yeah. you know, you see that with things games like Minecraft. And, yeah, so I've never been in Sea of Thieves, but I love the idea of this being, um a place to just hang out and and hearing hearing him talk about it, it kind of makes me think maybe this would be a good thing to get into but I, th- I just i don't have a ton of friends i can think of who would necessarily be playing who i could like to yeah. sort of hang out with yeah, I, I love I love the idea of it. It's such a it's such a games like that are what we need right now.
2: Yeah, I I don't I I again I I never behave that way. I never I don't like to go online. I will only go online if I have to do it for a review or something. And like Vic, Vic used to force me to go online once in a while, and he would just run around and set fire to everything, and and like I would just be like, this is why I don't like to objective. go online. Yeah, and um, but uh, yeah, it, it sounds like a nice, nice idea, and I, I think anything people can do right now to be together virtually, I, I think is is wonderful. And so, if, if Sea of Thieves is is bringing Michael Henry and and his people together, I, I think that's great. And any if anybody out there is looking for for something to do, like Michael recommends it, uh, Steve plays Rocket League. Like, like, is there a night of the week that you, it's like your bowling night when you play Rocket League?
1: Not a specific night, but we have a, like a, a group, a group chat going for our, our, our team. There's only yeah three of us. There's a couple other guys who don't play as often. There's only three of us who play yeah. uh, regularly, but we have a group chat on WhatsApp and somebody will just sort of throw it and say, Hey, anybody up for some games tonight? And if we are, then we'll yeah. jump in. And it's just, it's nice. It's a way of getting together and not getting together. And um, I sometimes feel like I'm missing out a bit because I, I'm a little bit jealous of people like Michael who have, a group or a community of friends that they can play mm-hmm. games like Sea of Thieves with. I don't, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like maybe it's because of my age, um, or, you know, my, my general anti-social <laughs> tendencies that extend into the virtual world as well, but I don't have a, a big group of people that I like hanging out with in that way. And I would really love to, like, I, I played Sea of Thieves at E3 before it launched. And in that moment when I was with, like four strangers Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, I think the drinks were probably flowing as well, but oh my God, I had a blast. Yeah. I loved that game. Yeah. And if I had enough people I could do play a game like that with, I, I think I'd really enjoy it. But I just don't have to group. I like, is there a way that you can find online friends? Is there like a... I
2: think, but I'm like, again, I'm the wrong person to ask about this. Cause I, I it's just not, you know, it's not my forte at all. Well, I don't hate people. <laughs> it's just like games are really about your own experience. And I, I like single player. I like narrative driven experiences. And, and I don't really like, I don't, you know, it's like, I, again, we've talked about this throughout the whole show is like, I'm not exactly the most social person. I'm not an extrovert at all. You know, and so when I'm gaming, that's usually a private time for me. You know, it's like it's just it's time for me to sort of look within and have my own experience. And so I don't, I I never really sort of say, "Oh, let me see if some other people are around and let's get together." And just like I, I, I need less of that, not more of that. So, um, yeah. Uh, But thank you so much, Steve. I I really appreciate you taking the time to do
1: this. No, I mean it's you've made my day. I was uh, my day today has been doing laundry. Uh, going to the grocery store very apprehensively. Yeah. Um, talking to my mom, trying to convince her not to go to the grocery store, and then talking to you. So this has literally been the highlight of my day. Send me that Focus picture. Back to my mom. I will see that picture as soon as. Send me the off, picture,
2: so. and uh, and if you need anything, I'm over here. If you ever want to talk, just give me a buzz.
1: Same with you. You know, if you need to go pick up, you know, an 80 pound bag of cat litter, and you don't want to get <laughs> on the bus,
2: I'll drive you.
1: You have to sit in the back. I didn't get on the
2: bus. I did take, I did take a, I took a lift that day. Okay. And so I took a lift and they came and picked me up and the driver had one of the masks on. And I was just like, I'm so sorry for doing this. I threw the litter in the trunk and he drove me home. But it was like, everything just has this little touch of surreality right now. He like his GPS was off and he kept driving in all the wrong directions. And he's trying to talk to me through his mask. And I can't really understand him. And the whole, whole car just feels like a coronavirus hot zone. And so I'm just sitting there and it's damp. And I'm like, can I put the window down? I put the window down. I just hung my head out. I'm like, no, make a left up here. Just all for the cats who don't appreciate it and just sleep all day and puke everywhere. Anyway, that's another show. Yeah, <sighs> thank good you to Steve. talk to you, buddy. Hopefully good we talking can see to each
1: face to face uh in the near the near future.
2: Yeah, I hope so too. Alright, have a good okay. day. Okay. You too. Take care, buddy. Bye, honey. Bye bye big thank you to the incomparable steve tilly thank you steve if you'd like to see a photograph of the apparatus that steve had custom built for his apartment the one that houses all of his vintage video game equipment go to my website scottcjones.com and you can find it there thanks also to ben michael and roz for your amazing questions if you have a question you'd like us to answer On a future episode of Heavily Pixelated's How to Feel Great series, send it to heavilypix at gmail.com. Also, if you have a suggestion for a future guest on Heavily Pixelated's How to Feel Great series, again, use the same email and uh, send it to us. Let us know and we'll reach out and see if we can make it happen. And hey, make sure you practice self-care. Life is not always easy, not for anybody. Even that uh, George Clooney, he has some bad days now and then, I imagine probably not maybe he does i don't know music tracks in today's episode are from patrick de artega patrick heavily pixelated it's produced by sarah deakins and technico producer steven nikolic until next time i'm scott c jones i'll see you then